Hey, this is Rudy Basso. I play Rain Bowie on the Demon Plague podcast, and you are listening to Redemption. This is Redemption, an actual play podcast set in the Star Wars role-playing game system, with Chris Berlou as the GM, and also the droids 11D4 and R3A1. This may not go well. Andy Fox as the Botha negotiator, Quinth. That was my first droid hug. Kaylee Jung as the Mandalorian, Bree. Can somebody please, without nuance, explain what's going on? May Coker is the Zeltron Enforcer, Zahn. Oh, talking is so boring. And Michael Waldschlager II as the Duros pilot, Tazi. I mean, you play the game, you take your chances. Episode 713, Communication. Having lost the foe Tazi to the clutches of the Empire, the crew flee back into hyperspace, where A1 and Zahn admit to their parts in the Pod Racers impersonation. Collectively, they decide that more honest and open talk is needed from everyone on the ship, but not everyone seems to be pulling in the same direction. Shall we roll the destiny pool? Sure. I got a dark side point. I got a dark side point as well. I also got a dark side point. Uh Uh-oh. Two light side for me. And I rolled two light side. Okay, so the camera cuts back over to the pod race with Quint, Zahn, and Bree. You guys are watching the race happen. Yeah, Bree's still standing by, like, one of the entrances to the stands within sight of Quinth, just to kind of keep an eye on her. Quinth will motion Bree to come over. Okay, I'll go over. Is there a problem? What wh- What are we going to do about this, ta- uh, uh, yeah. I guess we could, I guess we can say Tazi. It's on the scoreboard. He's racing. See? Yeah. I should go file a complaint immediately. This is obviously some sort of, you know, he's attempting to take advantage of Tazi's name. Oh, uh, I mean, if you place this should definitely be stopped. It's obviously something illegal going on. Make some credits and. What? What about credits? Uh, uh, Yes, he's probably doing it to make credits off of Tazi's name. Well, uh, yeah, somebody else is probably doing it. Maybe they just want some fun, and it's it's okay. Zon. Tell us what happened. Well, I'm not going to shoot him. That, that seems like an overreach. I mean, you saw those fans over there. They're, they're really excited. And it's probably just, you know, somebody trying to make other people feel happy because that's what you do to make friends. Right? Friends? D4 leans in. Or logic would tell me that A1 has using his plan to fake the death of Tazi. This may not go well. Oh, Griff. All right, somebody needs to clarify slightly here. Am I supposed to shoot him or report him to the authorities for being Tazi or just stand here looking stunned like the rest of you? Uh, well, first sit down. And uh, I don't think we're going to report this to anyone, but I'm... And shooting him is illogical. That would bring attention to us. And messy. Well, then how is A1 going to cause his death? Are we sure this isn't just A1 trying to get some some credits? I have no idea. I have not seen A1 in at least 25 minutes. Well, that's enough time for him to get into some trouble. He's probably okay. A- I wouldn't worry about him. Based on how 
poorly this fake Tazi is doing in the race, I do not believe A1 is trying to make money off of him. So it is about faking Tazi's death? Or making friends. Look how excited those people are down there. They're yelling and screaming. They, they want Tazi to win. But that's not Tazi. They don't know that. Ah, so you wish me to inform them, but not the authorities. No, no, don't. No, don't, don't, do don't do anything. I'm completely lost in this conversation. Could somebody please, without nuance, explain what's going on? No. Right now, I'm not sure. Very well. So, don't do nothing, okay? You can cheer for Tazi. Uh, uh, no. Why would I do that? He's not even here. Okay, well. Quint is gonna take out their communicator and text A1. Are you planning on killing the other Tazi? You get a response back. No, that was never the plan. The plan was just to draw attention away from us and to that Tazi. All right. So, good news. We don't have to kill nobody. At least not right now. Mm. Uh, angry is is the term I am trying to find. We will deal with that later. Because emotions are a thing that should be talked about. But apparently this was just to draw attention away from us. So, we're just going with it. And after this race, this is my last bet. But the uh, the gal is going to lose because, you know, she's rigged to lose and that's fine. And we can so leave. He was really just trying to help. There was a good intention. Yeah, well, you know what they say about good intentions on Bothan. I, I don't, actually. T4 looks at Quint. Why would you place a bet on somebody you know is going to lose? Because that's how the system is. What system? It seems like a poorly designed system. You were throwing money away. I'll explain it later, D4. I look forward to learning. So Quint will pass the extra piece of pizza she has over to Zahn. D4 leans over. Zahn, you seem to know more about this than you're telling. The pizza? I mean, it's delicious. There's all kinds of sauce and very, very many options for toppings. D4 shakes his head side to side slowly. No. The situation with A1. She takes a very slow bite of pizza and chews very thoroughly for a very long time. Swallows. Um, maybe he asked me to make a distraction, and so I made a distraction so he could go do a thing. Do you know what thing? Okay, so maybe I actually did the thing. And he caused a distraction. Well, um, I went and talked to the fake Tazi and uh, got him to register as Tazi because he kind of looked like Tazi and and we put him in a jumpsuit that says Tazi on the back so it really looked like Tazi. Tazi has a jumpsuit with his own name on the back? Yeah, it has. it's like rhinestones or something. It was pretty great. We need that, to get that, that doesn't though. That doesn't feel like him. I, I don't know. It, it, it didn't really seem his style but he kept it kind of tucked away in a nice little place. It very much was Tazi, but not Vex. Right. Okay. So that's uh, pretty much it. <laughs> so we, we wait for the race to end. Okay. Pretend to be disappointed. Yeah. The race ends. The fake Tazi does not do well. He doesn't crash. Comes in near the back of the pack. Uh, I'm going to flip over dark side point. As you guys are finishing watching up the race, uh, you notice a 
Lambda-class shuttle has landed just outside of the pod racing track. That's a shuttle used by the Imperial Stormtroopers when they're going to go somewhere very quickly and drop off a small patrol. Well, I think we uh I think we've done all the damage we can do here. I lost uh lost some money. Let's let's get going. Now. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm taking my pizza. Yeah. So we will uh we'll beeline for the closest exit. Okay. You guys are making your way out. Bree sits there for a minute or two and looks around and kind of everybody just kind of vanished. And she gets up, and I'm going to head towards, like, there would be, like, there's got to be a way down to, like, the driver pits where the drivers would be after the after the race. Okay. There, there are some basic guards there, but they're not really that interested in stopping people from going down there. Most people aren't even trying to get down to where the racers are. They're trying to head towards the suites and the after parties. Yeah, where the booze and food are. I'm, I'm looking for our fake Tazi. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. Oh, let's make it an average perception check. Yeah, tall Duro wearing a sparkly jumpsuit might not be that hard to find. One success, one threat, and a triumph. Okay. Okay, you see where he's at? If you don't mind, I'd like to use the triumph to say you also notice uh, roughly 20 stormtroopers led by uh, Imperial officer have also walked straight towards where all of the pod racers are. Okay. With the Triumph, you notice they seem to be heading in the exact same direction you're heading. This is very awkward because it's kind of hard to be a six-foot-tall Mandalorian in full Beskar, but I'm going to attempt to make a stealth check to try and avoid the eye lines of the Imperial troopers kind of moving to the back of the eventual crowd that's going to be watching this. Okay. Roll your stealth check. What's my difficulty? Uh, they're really not paying that close of attention to you, so we'll just say it's average. So okay. Two. I got four successes and three advantages. Okay. You are definitely hiding from them. And they wish to see what transpires. Uh, they march straight forward. Uh, you can hear the lieutenant that's in charge of them. Marches forward. He, human, says very loudly, Captain Ensign Tazi, you are under arrest. And the Duro turns around looking very confused to see 20 blaster rifles pointed at him. His jaw drops wide open and he just puts his hands straight up. You can hear him say, I don't think you got the wrong person there, mister. And the lieutenant just motions and the stormtroopers surround him and start putting him in binders. And they're leading him away. And he's trying to convince them that he is not Tazi, but they're not listening. I'm going to head over to the lieutenant. My weapons are not drawn, by the way. Okay. Pardon me, lieutenant. Yes? I had a bounty for, is that Ensign Tazi you just captured? That is the report we received. We will find out shortly. Ah, oh, Kark. I was really hoping to capture him. Um, you wouldn't want to let me have something of his to say that, you know, I possibly killed him and, you know, we can all make a little money off of this? I can attempt a deception check if you'd like. Yeah, let's do that. I'm not good at it, but I'll try it. <laughs> uh, a red and two purple. Okay, I would like to spend a light side point to upgrade that so I can at least have one yellow die. So we're kind of rolling equal here. Okay. Boy, I sure wish I had that triumph. Um, I have two failures and two advantages, though. So I don't mind failing, but I'd like my advantages to be that he just thinks I'm some scum bounty hunter and just brushes me off or, or whatever, but doesn't okay. think anything weird about it. Fair enough. He very aloofly 
just turns his head, waves his hand at you hardly, and just walks towards the direction where the other stormtroopers were going. And the last few stormtroopers that were next to him turn and follow right behind him. Okay. I'll watch them walk off, and then I'll uh, head back towards the ship. Okay. They seem to be marching him towards that Lambda-class shuttle. Okay. I'm going to hang back so it doesn't look like I'm following them. But once they get on the shuttle and leave, I'm just going to head for the ship. Okay. Uh, They get on that Lambda-class shuttle, and they seem to be interrogating him because they don't leave right away. So we cut over to the rest of the crew. You guys are all back at the ship, correct? I, I think we're on the way to the ship, and when I realize Bree's not with us, I will calm her. Okay. We see Zahn, Quint, and D4 heading back to the ship, and that's when Quint realizes that Bree's not with him. Bree, your calm goes off. That actually kind of happens while uh, she's trying to be stealthy, so she just turns off her calm. Okay. The calm gets turned off. Kark. More pizza for us. Yeah, I just... We, we, I don't want to leave her. We're not going to leave her. She'll be fine. She's actually pretty amazing, you know. Maybe she's buying a t-shirt. Maybe she wants a souvenir or something. She has been paid six months in advance. Therefore, she will be back to the ship shortly. Oh, yeah, that too. Well, yeah, but... I mean, I get that they don't know that she's working with us, but I'm still not convinced that she's safe. She'll be fine. You can't mama bear everybody. I can try. Yeah. Um, uh, just, uh, I don't know if anybody else saw the Imperial presence on the planet, but we should probably go. Yeah, uh, most of us are on our way back. It's just we have lost Bree, and I can't get a hold of her. She's not answering her comm? Nope. So, <sighs> assuming the worst, you stay there in case we need to get a, in case we need to, you know, spool up and make a quick getaway. I'm going back. I'll get yeah. things ready to go. Um, A1, uh, and... On the comm, you hear kind of Tazigo talking off comm, but to A1. A1, can you see if you can find uh, Bree on the sensor package? Sure. And then your comms go off. All right, let's go. And Quinth turns back around to go back into the arena. I thought we were going to the ship. As did I. Where are we going now? We're going to go find Bree. If she's in trouble, we got to save her. She's not in trouble, but I'll go. Zahn stomped along. Alright, Zahn, you remember what I told you about leaving people behind, right? We're not leaving her behind. Not unless it is literally absolutely necessary to the survival of the mission. But we're not And this is her. not one of those times. We're not, like, taking off on the ship and flying away. No, she, she'll be back. It's fine. Let's go. Let's go find her. D4 follows behind you guys. Bunta's not necessarily the nicest place. Okay. So, Quint, Zahn, and D4 are looking for Bree. Are you... I'm going to spend another light side point, Chris. Okay. I mean, it might be a dark side point, but I think it's funny, so it's a light side point. So, when they go back into... Like, the camera sees the, the, the group of them going back into the stadium to look for Bree. And right as the doors close behind them, the soldiers come out of, like, the pit area with their prisoner and Bree's just kind of following nonchalantly behind and unless otherwise noted and unless something happens to her she's just going to follow him kind of to the landing field and then break off and head into the ship works for me so once they go inside Bree kind of follows the group until they get to the shuttle and then she breaks off and heads up to the ship walks on board and heads up to the bridge figuring that's where people are going to be 
Who's okay. on the bridge? Anybody? Tazi and A1 are getting the ship ready, and Bree walk in and see them. Yeah, Bree walks in, taking her helmet off. <sighs> are we leaving already? Ah! Uh-huh. What? What? One. You're way quieter than I would have anticipated. Well, thank wearing you. all that armor. Thank you. Uh, I have trained two. for, for a, almost twelve years to move silently in heavy armor. That's great. But the rest of the group went back to the arena to find you. They said they were heading here. Yeah, and then they realized you were gone, and they went back to find you. I had A1 looking for you on scanners. Found her. Oh, good job. No, she told me to to stay there and do nothing, and then she gathered the group and ran off. I decided I wanted to try and rescue your flight suit from the perpetrator who had stolen it from you, and apparently he got pinched by the Imperial Army, and, well, I'm, now I'm back here. That's great. Stay right there. Uh, A1, get on the comms. Let them know. Bree's here. They need to get back to the ship oh, pronto. the comm. Bree turns her comm back on. Oh, I have uh, four missed messages from Quint. Hmm. I'm not surprised. Yes, I was I was uh, within earshot of the lieutenant and his troop of uh, goons, and I did not want to have anybody calling me at a very inopportune time. Well, I mean, okay, your reasons being what they are, that's fine, but, I mean... Ugh. A1 comes over to uh, Quint. Yeah. Uh, I found Bree. She's on the ship. Are you in trouble? She's on the ship? Do I need to yes. come rescue you? Did you no. Get- Wait. So you didn't get pinched by the Imperials like the fake Tazi? No. Zon pinches Quint. Ow! That's not what that means. <laughs> no, uh, I was worried about Bree. So let's... Uh, okay, Why Bree? Why would you be worried about me? I haven't eaten any of that food. Bree, when I say something like everybody lets go, that includes you? But you had told me to stay still and do nothing. I thought you wanted me to track the fake Tazi. Let's... I did not tell you to tra- track fake Tazi. I, I said, everybody let's go, which supersedes the orders of sit and stay. Well, technically, you can't give me orders anyway. I was just being polite. So can we go back to the ship yet? Yeah. Let's go back yes, to we're the about ship. To take, we're about to take off, so you should hurry. Same. You should just stay, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> Zon starts walking off towards the ship, giggling to herself. Quint is doing the the angry mom walk. What does that look like for those of us who are unaware of what the angry mom walk looks like? Yeah. That's a serious, it's a serious walk. (laughs) So uh, it is big strides. The body is slightly tilted forward with a very heavy set glare and not looking around with arms down at the sides with the hands made into fists. That is very specific. D4 just shrugs his shoulders and follows after you guys. And we swipe over to everybody on the ship. Quint, Zahn, and D4 walking up to the cockpit. All right. Let's go. Hey, look, she's safe. Well, well where are we going? Yeah. Was I in any danger? I was not aware of it. I mean, you know, it's fine. We can just get off planet and we can plot a course when we're in you orbit. disappeared when there were troopers in the area. What was I supposed to think? Can we cover this later? Let's go. I actually was following them to see if I could get the fake Aussie back. everybody, let's go, and we can talk about this in orbit. You're the pilot. Then start the the ship. ship. Where are we going? He needs to know where to go. Without warning the crew, Tazi uh, kicks the engine up and, and lifts the ship off. Whoa! See, now you've made him angry. 
Taz is clearly going a little bit faster than allowed for the port at Bunta. Chris? Yes? Did my contact tell me uh, to go to another place on Bunta, or we had to do another planet? Your contact said to go to a casino, but it's on a huge luxury ship that travels all around. Um, what should we name the casino ship? The Alderaan Sunrise. Oh, and we're going to be showing up in the crappiest ship. <laughs> All right, so your contact sent you to the Alderaan Sunrise in the Mimbane system. So, Tazi, an A1 plot of the course, and we're off into hyperspace to the Mimbane system. What would you guys like to do during the trip? You guys, you, guys, you know... Didn't seem all that concerned, but look who showed up, right? Empire showed up right where we were. They're everywhere, right? No. That's their thing? It's kind of what they do? They were after the fake Tazi. They, they what? They were after the fake Tazi. I apologize, I was not able to recover your flight suit. I don't know how he got on board to steal it. My flight suit? Yes, the one with I, the no, sparkly I, T-A-Z-I on the back. I've never seen you wear it, but I assume it's yours. Say, so he, he had my flight suit? Yes. But I mean, he's... He's half a foot shorter than you, and he's a much worse pilot. Where did he, where did he where could he have possibly gotten my flight suit? He must have snuck aboard the ship somehow. We'll have to review. Well, okay, th- there are no security logs on the ship. He must have gotten aboard somehow. Or he could have made it. He could have planned, you know, this this Tazi thing. Could have. And just had that made somewhere. There's so many fans around. Who wouldn't have thought of that? He probably wanted to be super cool. D4 looks at Tazi, then looks at Quint, then looks back at Tazi. I believe that was a rhetorical question. Am I correct, Tazi? Uh, yeah, uh, rhetorical. That's exactly the word I was thinking. What's rhetorical uh, mean again, Quint? I'm willing to bet someone may have given that person a flight suit. Everybody looks at A1. Bree looks at Tazi. Zahn pulls a face. And who might that be? I mean, technically, I didn't give it to him. A1 rolls out of the cockpit really quickly and just says, I know I screwed up. Leave me alone. Ugh. I'll go talk with him. Okay. Zon runs after him. Uh, I might be getting too old for this, Criff. So, he did not break into the ship. A1 gave him the jumpsuit. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it sounds like. You all do a lot of odd things for fun around here. Okay. I, I, I don't know if you should be talking to the people here in this room about that. Because we ain't the ones who did that. Well, I'm speaking of I mean, I... the group of you in general. Looking at Tazi's face, I do not believe he was, quote, in on this. No, I, I wasn't in on it, but um, I know, I get why he would have done it. So you said they arrested that, that uh, the fake Tazi? Yes, he apparently was wanted for several counts. Uh, I didn't get too much of what they arrested him for, but apparently you are quite the scoundrel. They sent an entire troop of 20 stormtroopers to arrest you. Or him, you. You, him. To arrest the figure known as Ensign Tazi. 20, huh? Yes. It's a, it's a small wonder- force, but sizable for a pilot. I wonder if we could have taken well, him. <laughs> uh, yes, very easily. But, I mean, if without a ship, you know, I mean... We could have te- taken their ship. And done what with it? Got a bunch of secrets off of it? Been stalked by every other Imperial presence for three sectors around? Just, right now, they think they have somebody named Ensign Tazi. They're not going to believe that he is lying, unless they have some sort of incontrovertible proof that he is not Ensign Tazi. 
he'll probably be tortured and then put to death. Should we have saved him? Why? The worst thing we could have done was to draw attention to ourselves. A simple biometric scan will show that he is not Ensign Tazi. Yeah. But the Empire won't care. Exactly. They will put it out that Ensign Tazi has been killed. But will they keep looking for you if they know that you're still out there? Well, if the bounty on him gets cancelled, then we know that they have. Okay. But I guess I guess you'll be able to tell that, right? Yes. Yeah. We can just log into the Bounty Hunters Guild and take a look on the Holonet. Uh, this isn't going to sit with me well in my old age. Well, look, I'm not happy about it either. But what's done is done. We can't we can't change it now. We can't fix it. We can't go rescue him. So He was impersonating a, a rather famous person. He got what he deserved. Yeah, but if, if he only knew that Tazi was a was a pilot and didn't know about the rest of the stuff of with Tazi. I mean, that was a... I mean, you play the game, you take your chances. I have heard that phrase before, yes. It's quite accurate. I should probably apologize to A1. I know he was just doing it to help. Yeah, I... I believe Zon can handle it. Uh, she seems to be very good with people. Yeah. I would like to point out that Zon was part of his plan. Is she the correct one to go console him? Well, well, before you guys got back, A1 and I got into it a little bit, and uh, we're fine. We're fine. It was a conversation we needed to have, but uh, uh, he's probably feeling really guilty right now. Criff. Okay, I realize I've been more emotional lately, uh, so I am maybe not the right one to go talk to A1. Uh, I have not been sleeping well. Very well. I will go talk to him. And Bree gets up and heads to the back. Oh yeah, that's the person you want to show you empathy right there. D4 actually steps up in Bree's path. I would disagree. I believe, Quinth, you are the perfect person to talk to him. What? Whether you want to admit it or not, you and Tazi are like Zahn and A1's mother and father. As odd as that may sound to say that a droid has a mother and father... We do learn from mentors. You are the equivalent of a mother and father for a droid. Okay. Um, I, um, how much do you know about Bothan society? How much time do we have to have this conversation? Look, I'm just saying that while parents do have relationships with their children, they are not the ones to directly raise them in our society. That's the cousin's jobs. Well, that may be true with Bothans. That may not be true in other societies. No, it's not. A one would be more familiar with the other society. Therefore, he would not understand the difference. That's, that's fair. All right. I guess, I guess I'll go cousin him. Bree sits back down. I, uh, 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 too many cooks spoil the broth, so I will stay here as well. What? Well, uh, Zahn's already talking to him. If you're going to go talk to him. What broth? Uh, it's it's a, a metaphor. Oh. It's a old cooking metaphor. Um, okay. Anyway, don't. I'm gonna stay here. You do okay. your cousin thing. I'm gonna fly the ship. Make sure we don't hit anything solid. You know, do the pilot thing. So Quinth will walk out to find Zahn and A1. Bree looks at Tazi. I'm. Does that work all the time? I mean, once we're in hyperspace, you really don't need to be sitting up here. It's sometimes the only way I can get peace and quiet. You'd be surprised how little people know about how a ship works. Nothing really surprises me about people anymore. Do you mind if I share the quiet with you? Of course not. Starting now. Bree just nods and kind of looks out the front of the ship. 
Tazi nods back and like leans back in the chair and puts his feet up on the console. And I think we star swipe over to uh, Zahn and A1. Okay. A1 had zipped back to his room. Hey, uh, A1? A1? Yeah? Um, I I really probably should actually tell them that, that I did all that stuff. Not you. Yeah, but it was my plan. Yeah, but I was part of it. I'm not gonna, like, not gonna let you take all the blame. But I wanted to make sure you didn't have anything else planned first. Because we teamed up on it. We're a team, so we get in trouble as a team. Right? Yeah. I just thought if maybe everybody was looking over at them that Tazi could be Tazi again and not Vex. Yeah. I I miss Tazi too. He was a lot more fun. Yeah. I don't know. He's He, he pokes through. He, he, he kind of seems like he was before every once in a while when he lets his guard down. But um, I'll I'll tell the others that that uh, I was part of that. It's not just you. Yeah, but now what do we do? We got somebody else in trouble. Well, it, once they realize that he's not Tazi, they're just gonna be right back after us. Maybe, or maybe they'll just drop it. I mean, he's not like a huge problem, right? It's, you know, troopers aren't always going to have to go look for him. The Empire doesn't care about little guys, right? I don't, I don't know a lot about all the politics and things that are for smarter people to talk about, but I think we'll be fine. Maybe we just you're, need an actual vacation. You're forgetting we have the list that they want. Well, maybe they don't know we actually have it. Maybe. You're smart. You know how to misdirect. But how do we make it up to the rest of the crew? Maybe we can make them dinner. People are always happy when they're eating food. I'm not the best cook, though. Yeah, me neither. On the other ship, I wasn't allowed to cook. What? I didn't. Yeah, I tried once. It didn't work very well. Uh, that's lame. I think we could figure it out. We got some time, so maybe we can try to make them one of the meals as a surprise. Okay. I think about that time is when Quint finds him. Mm-hmm. So Quint comes up. Zon's in the doorway. Do you go inside when Quint comes up, or do you stay in the doorway? I'll move inside. Uh, hey, you two, can I, can I come in? Sure. It's his room. Quint will come in and put her back against the wall and just slide down into a seated position where she's more eye contact level with A1. I'm sorry, A1. It, it's not his fault. That's not all. I, I was part of it, so I should probably go tell Tazi and No, it, it, yeah. I'm reacting to something else in my life and not actually to you. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. My parents did that it's a lot. Not fair. And now that I'm aware of it, I'm going to try to stop. You could always hire a nanny. That's what my dad did. Well, my mom did. To make myself feel better? Well, to take care of the rest of us. Oh. Well, see that's the that's just the thing. You Yous all can take care of yourselves. Yeah. And, Zon, I'm sorry, I should have listened to you when you said that Bree would meet us back at the ship, because that's exactly what she would have done. Um, and that's what she, you know, did. I just... This is a lot going on right now. So... You just care a lot. I appreciate everything you two do for the ship and for the crew. Well, not everything. Um, well, I... 
everything you do that supports us. I mean, obviously, you can do your own thing, and you probably shouldn't care about whether or not I, you know, <laughs> am okay with things, because, you know, you're, you're your own functioning sentient beings. So, um, I know you were both just trying to help, and I appreciate that. I, I think I lost his sparkly jumpsuit. We're probably not. Yeah, get that I think back. that is. He never wore it anyway. Really, what it I is, I think that that's gone. I've never seen. I can, we we can make him another one. I don't know if he wants another one. They're all um, gone. Oh, all of them. What's all gone? We got all of his jumpsuits. He yeah. got rid of all of them. When he had a whole bunch. So he's just going to be wearing pants and shirts now. But jumpsuits are so a, comfortable. Probably just the flight suit he's got. He's going to get stinky whatever. again. And whatever other clothes he has. So so here's the thing also about Tazi. Tazi has a lot going right now. As I mean, we all do. But um, unfortunately, sometimes that really affects people. Um, and they can, they can change. And I think the hard thing right now for him is he has to be vexed when he's in public. And I don't know if he knows if he wants to be Vex or if he wants to be the old Tazi or if he wants to be a new Tazi. I think he's still figuring that out. And that's okay. That's part of, you know, being a sentient being is sometimes you change. We just got to support him. I mean, unless he, like, you know, goes real bad and starts shooting people for no reason and whatnot, you know, then we got to, you know, let him go on his own. Well, he's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. We were He's just coming back to Trying to, to help more. Guess you can't push him along. How did you feel when your parents tried to push you on? They didn't. They just ignored me. They they didn't try to push you to, like, be what they expected or, no. you know, marry another w- rich person? That's what my older brother and sisters were for. Well, oh. well one well, got kicked fair. out. So I think that what we need to do is just talk a little more and not just react. Oh, talking is so boring. Nah, it, it can be. But anyone's right, it's important. I've had more than one ex tell me I didn't talk enough. You talk a lot, though. Well, I, you can talk but not communicate. You can you can say a lot of words without saying anything, you know? You know? So we need to communicate better. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all, and I think... I think Tazi and Bree and D4 would be in on this too, pretty much. But let's, you know, let's promise to, to just do our best to do that. You know, I'll try. You try. I'm sure the other two of them will try in their own way. Okay. Because Bree communicates in her own way, and we still we still got to, you know, kind of work with that. Yeah, she uses that helmet. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I'll get a helmet someday. Yeah, so, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit worried about, like, this is just the, you know, me being honest, I'm a little bit worried about going to this luxury liner. That'd be fine. Because we're gonna be showing up in this ship. You can get a different ship. Uh, with what we're wearing on our backs, which is not exactly high roller material. Well. So. You just need some shiny material and little of it. That That's that's what people wear in those ships. Uh, I mean, oh. sometimes. Wait. Mm-hmm. Most of them. Zahn, you said misdirection earlier. I did. What if we get some sort of cargo and pretend like we're making a delivery? <gasps> then Pizza? it doesn't matter what we look like we're in. That's true. I mean, I have a, a ticket to get in. 
me in a party, you know? So that's not the problem. The problem is just fitting in so that we don't stand out when we're there. So if we want to go in, you know, the service entrance or whatever, uh, and then... That'd be easier. Depending on, you know, where D4 is in his bank account and, and everything. Either beg, borrow, or steal, or buy uh, decent clothes. Uh, we'd have to talk to him and see what we can do. Yeah. But I think maybe, just maybe, mm-hmm. we should try to teach Bree to be fancy and not so shooty. Uh, if we take Bree to some place fancy, isn't she going to stick out? Oh, she starts shooting things? Well... I've seen stuff on the Net about, like, revamping the person. So we can give her a makeover. A makeover! Uh... I wonder if we can teach her to laugh. Well, but the thing is, people on cruise ships with the high rollers and the and the whatnot, like, they often have the bodyguards, so Bree could fit in with there. And quite honestly, the bodyguards might have looser tongues than the gamblers. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll ask her. Maybe she wants a makeover. I mean... If she wants a makeover and you guys want to give her a makeover, I mean, I'm not going to stop you. Um, you know? We'll I, figure it out. Y- yeah. Uh, All right. We should go ask her. Yeah. I really miss my old wardrobe. It was fun wearing that stuff. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. We'll replace it. Yeah, we're going to have yeah. to. We'll get there. Yeah. Once we get a decent new ship and. Money. Some money back and whatnot. Like, we got to we got to outfit ourselves for different occasions, like, literally. I wish I had my old closet. That would be wonderful. We'll get you one. <laughs> I have a feeling our closets were real different, son. Yeah. We should go talk to Bree. And yeah. A1 starts to roll out, stops, turns around, rolls right up to Quint, puts his dome on your shoulder, and yep. one of his little droid arms comes out and pats your side, and he just says, Thank you. And then turns and rolls towards the cockpit. That was my first droid hug. Uh, Zahn follows after and picks up um, Snaggletooth. That's what she's calling her scraggly cat right now. Sven? Sven. Oh, does the cat's name rotate? It does. It's whatever she feels like calling it. That's fair. Hey, Snaggletooth. Come on. Snaggletooth. Oh, there you are. Scoops him Is up. Is Sven short for Snaggletooth? Yeah. It's a weird shortening of a nickname. It's the first letter. Uh, okay. I'm gonna... Hey. I'm gonna go take a nap. Zon's headed to, uh, follow after A1 after she gets her cat. Quint slowly stands up. Because, honestly, once you're over a certain age, it's very hard to stand up from sitting on the floor. I- what, uh, what noise does Quint make when she stands up? Ugh. Hmm. I think we swipe over to the cockpit and we see... Tazi, Bree, D4, all sitting quietly, staring out the cockpit window. I think the camera stays on the three of them for like a good solid minute, and there's just like the sound of the ship. Bree's like looking at something on her data pad, just complete quiet. Oh, the quiet is broken with Tazi lightly snoring. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But it blends in with the ship a mm-hmm. little bit. So it's just all white noise. And then here comes A1 rolling in with Zahn running behind him, carrying Sven the Snaggletooth, whatever we're calling the cat. <laughs> A1 just 
rolls up right to Bree real quick. So it's makeover time. Hey yo. I think you'd look fine with uh, maybe a blue dome. Blue and silver. No. That'd be a really good color on you. No, not me. You. You? Don't you want a makeover? For what? The party. We're going ship. to... Uh, oh! Yeah. Oh, no. You, when a Mandalorian chooses the color of their armor, it's very personal to them. It usually denotes clan or family ties. So, no, no thank you. It's, it's, it's fine the way it is. I don't need to paint it on. I appreciate the offer, though. No. If you wish to dec- decorate my room, you may feel free, though. I mean, your your dress. Or pantsuit. Quinty likes pantsuits. If you wish to decorate the, the clothing I wear around the ship, you may, you may feel free. It, it, just please don't alter the size. Uh. A1 turns and looks at Zahn. I got it. First, we need to figure out what our crew colors are going to be. <gasps> yes. Then we can come back. Yeah, let's go. Okay. A1 kind of pushes Zahn towards the back. Zahn scoots out. Cat in tow. D4 walks over and stands next to Bree. I am curious. May I ask you a personal question? Certainly. You just stated that your armor is designed with your family or clan in mind, correct? Correct. But you are no longer with your clan. That is true. Then maybe now is the time for you to find a new clan to belong to. It is not as easy as it seems, D4. Uh, The colors I wear are more house neutral at this point. They have vague nods to Clan Vizsla, but that's about it. Could you make your own clan and colors and symbol? She thinks about it for a minute and then just shrugs. It is something to think about. And then he turns and walks towards the back. She kind of... I mean, Breeze just kind of, like, looks off into the distance for a couple minutes, and then just returns her attention to her heart data pad. And silence once again descends upon the cockpit. <laughs> Alright. The camera looks out the window as Breeze contemplating what D4 just said. And then we swipe over to the next day. A1 and Zahn are in the back debating colors. D4 is working in his medical bay. Uh, where is Quint, Tazi, and Bree? Are we at the breakfast table? Sure. Sounds sure. Good. <sighs> okay, you two. Um, so I talked with A1 and Zahn yesterday about the whole... Um, thing and one of the things we kind of agreed to that i said i thought that you two would agree to but i should check in with you two about is that we really we really want to try to be more communicative here on the ship we're not really on the ship between the uh between the crewmates so how do you feel about that fine it seems like a simple request okay are we done talking about it? Um, neither of those were feeling words. Okay, um, I feel fine about it. Okay. So, we just... 
You're just getting kind of you're getting kind of a blank stare from Bree, like she's not quite sure what you're driving at. Um, so not necessarily just like emotions, but more communicative about our ideas, so that things like you know going off just two of them and convincing another Duro to pretend to be Tazi doesn't happen again. Oh, you can't stop that. I I mean yes, but we can we can try. No, no, I'm just saying, I mean, uh, past experience with A1 uh, aside, if he gets it into his head that something is a good course of action, he's going to do it. You don't think that maybe what happened at the racetrack is going to maybe make him think twice? Let me ask you this, Quith. Do you think that's the first person that's, I hate to say it like this, but died at the hands of A1 schemes? Probably not. I mean... He can learn. Certainly, he's a he's a you know he's learned a lot in his existence. But at the end of the day, if A one thinks something is the best course of action or a good idea, it's very difficult to talk him out of it. Right. Well, and I'm especially hoping he will you, let. Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't I, I'm mean just to interrupt. Saying, that's okay. Especially if you've got someone who will play along with him and encourage him. Right. Like Zahn. And again, there's no blame there. I mean. Zahn is who Zahn is, A1 is who A1 is, and all we can really do is do our best to try to keep them under control somewhat. Mm-hmm. So I'm at least hoping that they will tell us when they're going to do these things instead of just running off and doing them. We may not be able to talk them out of it, but at least we're going to know. So, so you've got kids, right? Yes. So when your kids... We're going to do things that might not be the smartest. Did they tell you about those things beforehand? Well, I mean, I didn't live with them or anything. Like, I, I mean, again, Bothan culture has a very different relationship oh, between parent you, and child. Then. You're, you're absolutely right. I, I'm, I'm making assumptions. Uh, I mean, so do you think your children would have told the people that were looking after them about the things that they were about to do that could have been dangerous or stupid or... Or not thought out well, or not planned well. Uh, I mean, oh, definitely not. Yeah. So, I, I, I hate to say that that's unlikely here, but I am going to say I, I think it's unlikely. Ah, open communication. Well, open so, communication is good, and that is why you want them to be more communicative. Got it? Um, yes. And if we could model that, that would be really helpful. Okay. Fine. Yes, that is a project I will work on immediately. Sarcasm? I, I can certainly try to be more c- communicative. Com- communicative. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Why'd you pick you? That's a hard word. You know, I'm sure my kids got into all kinds. I mean, I, I've heard about some of their things, obviously. Like, they tell me stories, but... Uh, I do have to say, I'm, I mean, I mean, two of the three of them are already in Spina, and the, the other one's at the uh, uh, musical conservatory, and... So... It sounds like you did a great job not raising them. Uh, well, I mean, like I said, we have a relationship. But I'm more, I mean, from what I've viewed from other species, I seem to be more of an aunt figure than a mother figure. Interesting. I didn't know how, uh, I mean, I, I had no idea that uh, Bothan culture was like that. Well, I've told you that the, the nibblings all get raised together. I mean, I, I mean, I came from the exact opposite of that. My mother was very much... In my life, and very overbearing. Uh, so, you know, to understand that there is a culture where 
you know, maybe the mother isn't that overbearing and it is more like a friend than a, you know, constant pressure in your life. Um, always looking over your shoulder, trying to save you or do things to maybe make your life easier. I should probably call my mom. Isn't your mom in hiding? I mean, yeah, I can, I can always get a hold of her if I need to. Okay. Um, She's got a channel she always keeps open. I mean, that's what I've heard, yes. I don't like what you're inferring, and I suggest we end this conversation. Oh, okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if I insulted you or your no, mother. No, no. No, I'm not offended. I just don't want to talk about it. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's... I, I it's, understand it's, that. It's, it's unseemly, and I'd, I'd prefer not to think about it or talk about it or any of those things. Bree, you, you good? Bree, Bree looks up. Oh, yes, I'm fine. Uh, I'm going to go start working on that project now. Um, please excuse me. The, the and she heads into the uh, medical bay to look for D4. Oh. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go check the uh, the hydraulic fluid on the uh, spanner reader in the cockpit. Um, if you need me. Okay. So I think Quinth will actually take out her pad. And we'll open it to some uh, to a picture of three younger uh, Bothans, two of whom uh, look fairly similar, as if they might be twins, and then one who is probably a couple years younger than them. And we cut over to Bree as she walks into the medical bay. D four, do you have a moment? Oh, of course. Please sit down. Uh, and he motions to. A small couch he's put into the room. And then he sits down in a chair and pulls out a data pad and actually crosses his right leg over his left. Thank you. It looks very comfortable. Uh, Quint has asked that we come up with some sort of scheduled way to improve Quint and A1's communication with the crew to forestall issues like the one that happened on Bunta figuring that if they can learn how to communicate better, they would uh, get into fewer, um, what's the word, shenanigans. D4 looks at Bree. I could schedule some sessions where we could sit down and discuss things. I think that would be quite good. A good way to kill time in hyperspace as well. Hmm. Good point. Perhaps as a crew we should all take time to sit down with one another and discuss things in such a setting. I will begin a schedule. You mean to deepen the bonds between us? Correct. I believe I have undertaken this with Tazi at this point. We seem to have found a method of communication that works very well for us. Very well. I look forward to our first meeting with you and Tazi so I can learn this communication skill. Uh, we will be in the cockpit in probably an hour. Very well. Is there anything else you would like to discuss? No, I think Quint just wanted somebody working on this project, and I th could think of no one better than you. You seem to understand the different personas on this ship and have a very good grasp of logic and, you know, building blocks of learning. I don't know why she had me bring it to you. It seems counterintuitive. Maybe it was perhaps she just wished for me to have something to do, but here we are. Very well. I appreciate your confidence in me. I assure you that we will not fail in this mission. Oh, I, I have nothing but confidence in you. D4, you have... Please, take this in the method that it was intended, but you have been one of the most stable and 
I know this is an odd word to use for a droid, but sane member of this crew since I've been here. A1 seems to have a brilliant but erratic level of genius. Zahn has a childish exuberance and a charm that is, like, well beyond her years, and she is completely unaware of the effect she has on people. Tazi has a dark and brooding, mysterious past that underlies a severe drinking problem and an incredible skill as a pilot and, well, I think he's got a very good talent as a, as a gunslinger as well. Quince just seems to be wanting to control everyone and everything, which I guess is kind of part and parcel of being a member of the Bothan Intelligence. But you seem to be very straightforward and logical, and I appreciate that. Thank you for your honesty. I do think that you have described the crew very well at a surface level. I think if you open your eyes, you will learn more about them. That comes in time. It does. But to do that, may I suggest you also open your mind slightly? I, my mind is always open. I am always looking for the most advantageous methods of gaining advantage over people, whether it be in a social setting or in a combat setting. When you're looking at allies, you need to know their weak points so you can cover their weaknesses with your strengths. That is true. But I think you will find a much deeper meaning behind relationships. They are not always about tactical advantages. But I think that will come at a later time, in a later discussion. For now, I think we have reached a milestone. Yes, we are probably out of time, too. My door is always open. Have a good day. I will be in the cockpit. And then, as Bree leaves, D4 is very excitedly tapping notes on his datapad. Hey, it's A1. Just wanted you guys to know that Redemption is played using the Star Wars role-playing system by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Anybody ever wants to get a hold of us, the ship's comm code is at RedemptionPod. Uh, plus, don't tell anybody, but I put a Holonet page up for us. Uh, it's RedemptionPodcast.com. And uh, if you can, get on your datapad there and like us on iTunes, Google play uh, maybe Stitcher or whatever other podcatcher you use uh, it'd be nice if other people could listen to us and if uh, you ever want to support us and maybe throw us some credits uh, you could visit patreon.com slash redemption I promise I'll use your credits wisely and won't go gambling really I won't don't look at me that way hey one who are you talking to <clears throat> nah, goodbye see you next time